Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a wonderful start to your Wednesday. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the new podcast with Stephen Tolbert and Chris Willis, all at BatteryPower.com, as well as at BatteryPowerSBN across all forms of social media. My name is Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. And don't forget, you can also find the latest podcast content free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button and you'll get the latest content when it comes to the Battery Power Podcast Network. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And hey, surprise, surprise, another win for the Braves. This time a 6-1 to victory over the Pittsburgh Pirates in Pittsburgh. The Braves were able, a quick and decisive win. You know, if you if you looked away for just a second in last night's game, you may have missed an entire inning. That's how quickly last night's game went. Two hours and 15 minutes. That's what happens when you have Max Fried on the mound, only allowing three hits, having seven strikeouts. Um, and, and the only damage that he allowed was a home run over eight innings pitch. But a very quick and decisive victory for the Braves, and it was a convincing victory as well because, you know, the Braves' offense had, had gotten off to a, to a pretty, you know, less than ideal start when it came to facing off against Pittsburgh. You know, on uh, Monday night, they got the win, but it was their first win of the season in which they had only, in which they had had four or less hits. So it was the pitching that really did the job on Monday night, and that continued into Tuesday night. But the Braves were finally able to get the, to get the offense going in the fifth inning of last night. Travis Darno was able to deliver with a solo home run, and then after that, Vaughn Grissom, Austin Riley, others were able to create and convert scoring opportunities, and the end result was a six to one victory for the Braves. And that's what stands out again about this Braves offense. Yes, they struggled for the first game and a half of this series against the Pirates, but then when they finally found their groove, they mixed in multiple ways of finding success. The home run from Travis Darno, and then some timely hitting, some good, some good timely hitting, some good execution with runners on base was able to lead to five more runs. More balance from the offense as well. Only Matt Matt Olson was the only hitter last night that did not have a hit in the game. And that's a theme that we continue to see from this Braves lineup as they now won 13 out of their last 15. It seems nearly every other game you see 7, 8, 9 of the uh, players in the starting lineup have a hit. That balance continues to show for the Braves as we've discussed the top of the order with Acuna and, and uh 
Swanson. Austin Riley's now getting back going. The top of the order is, is starting to be more consistent at performing at its capabilities. And, of course, the bottom of the Braves order has been the best in baseball since the start of June. But let's make no mistake. One of the biggest reasons why this Braves offense has found more consistency in August than it has in July, once again comes back to the performance of the Baby Braves, especially Michael Harris II, who's delivered big hit after big hit when it's needed in close games. But Vaughn Grissom, again last night, three hits. You know, overall now through 13 games in his major league career, Vaughn Grissom has a 1.123 OPS. And the thing is, is that he's not hitting a lot of home runs. He's he's not, you know, just absolutely destroying the baseball. Vaughn, the big thing about Vaughn Grissom, we talked about it with Eric Cole when he was called up in early August. The description was that Vaughn Grissom could flat out hit. Well, the thing I'm getting at is, is that it is exactly what he's doing. Perhaps one of the biggest or more surprising aspects of Vaughn Grissom, Vaughn Grissom's time in the major so far, is that there doesn't seem to be a lot of wasted at-bats. There seems to very rarely be an at-bat where, where Vaughn Grissom is not in command in terms of the fact that, yeah, he's going to, you know, obviously hit into outs, but it seems like nearly every time he's at the plate, he's not overmatched. He, he's not looking, you know, horrible at the plate. His approach consistently allows for him to battle pitchers and be able to get the job done when his number is called. That, to me, is one of the most exciting aspects about Vaughn Grissom. Yes, the power has certainly been there at times. That's exciting to see. But the timely hitting and just overall the consistent ability to be in a battle, the consistent ability to where he's not overmatched, to where you can feel confident he's going to make contact and get the job done in some way, shape, or form, that is an excellent, excellent quality for a rookie to have. And that's something also that has stood out about Michael Harris. Both of them in their rookie seasons, there seems to be very few at-bats here recently where either one of them is overmatched. And a lot of times it results in a successful plate appearance for both Harris II and Grissom and obviously the Braves as well. So 13 out of 15 games. And here's the other big news of the night. As I mentioned yesterday, with the Mets facing the Yankees, the Braves facing the Pirates, these are these, you know, small sections of the, of the remaining schedule where the Braves have got to make up ground. They entered Monday four games behind the Mets. They now enter Wednesday two games behind the Mets with the two uh, with the two uh, two wins against Pittsburgh. The Braves have been able to make up two games in the NL East. But if 13 out of 15 doesn't seem that surprising with how good this Braves team is, that certainly does ring true. But the other thing about this Braves team is a trend continues that Atlanta continues to be awesome in August. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 
360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So if you're having a bit of deja vu when it comes to watching the Braves this August, you're not alone. Because it actually is a true case of deja vu when it comes to the Braves. And the reason why that is, is because the Braves are now 15-7 and in the month of August alone. But overall, the Braves have played 31 games in the second half of the season. They've now played 31 games since the All-Star break. In the first 16 games of the second half of the 2022 season, the Braves were 8-8. Eight and eight. Over their past 15 games, they're 13 and 15. The deja vu comes from the fact that this is exactly the same thing that happened in August of 2021. If you recall, after the second half of the sea or after the All-Star game in 2021, the Braves set history for the longest span of time an MLB team went alternating wins and losses, and through the first 16 or 17 games in the second half of 2021, the Braves' alternating wins and losses were 8-8, eight 9-8, and eight, nine and, eight, and then went on to win 16 out of 18 games. We're seeing the exact same thing. We're seeing the exact same surge of success in 2022 that we saw in 2021 for this Braves team. And that's really exciting when you consider the fact that it's an indication that some of the Braves' best players are getting going. And in 2019, the same thing happened as well. Though the Braves didn't necessarily struggle as much out of the, out of the All-Star game in 2019 as they did in 21 and 22, the Braves actually went on a 23-6 run after the, uh, after the trade deadline in 2019. The point that I'm getting at is, is that a secret to the Braves' success in this stretch in which they've won four division titles and are battling for a fifth is the month of August. After the trade deadline, once they get regulars back, what have you, once the Braves get past the first few weeks in the second half of the season, they once again become arguably the best team in baseball. And that has been the case over the past three full MLB seasons, 2019, 2021, and 2022. Now, one of the biggest reasons why the Braves have had this success is because of an infusion of of new players, new talents, what have you. In 2019, as you've heard me discuss many times before, it was trading for Mark Melanson, Shane Green, and Chris Martin. The Braves basically restructuring their bullpen on the fly 
and overnight becoming one of the going from one of the worst bullpens to one of the best bullpens, and they were able to start closing out games late to support a very good offense. That's what helped them in 2019. Last year, it was recreating uh, the outfield, bringing in Jorge Soler, Jock Peterson, Eddie Rosario, Adam Duvall, and others, and allowing for the offense to get timely hitting. Several of those outfielders got very big time hits during that 16 out of 18 a stretch in 2021. And this year for the Braves, yes, the trade deadline certainly helped, but it's the infusion of talent once again in which they're getting some players back, but also Von Grissom obviously stepping up um, and, and being a huge factor. Michael Harris being a huge factor. This time around in 2022, it wasn't trades that was the infusion of talent for the Braves. It was young Braves finding their stride at the major league level. But the point that I'm getting at is is that the Braves are starting to really show that a, that a trade of this team is finding a second-half surge that really propels them to not only win the division, but puts them in a position to where they're arguably consistently playing their best baseball of the year heading into the playoffs. Even in the shortened 2020 season, the Braves had a successful August, and that's what allowed for them to go into um, uh, into the 2020 postseason playing excellent baseball. So whether it's trades, whether it's young Braves finding their surge, another thing that stood out is the Braves' starting rotation has been absolutely outstanding for much of the second half, several seasons in a row. The Braves' success in the month of August is becoming a wonderful trend, and it's one of the biggest reasons why the Braves are consistently playing good baseball going into the postseason, because for whatever reason it is, they find their groove in August, and they stay consistent with it through September, and obviously it's led to a lot of postseason success over the past few years. The Braves certainly hope that that will stay the case uh, this this August as they uh, hope that uh, Kyle Wright will be able to go to the mound and for his second start coming off an extended absence as you know, he ran into a bit of arm fatigue a few weekends ago. The Braves are hoping that he'll come off you know, a very good start over this past weekend to be able to put together an excellent performance against the Pirates. The Pirates will be countering with Mitch Keller. And if the Braves can get the win Tonight, or excuse me, uh, this afternoon, the game starts at 12.35 Eastern, 11.35 Central. If the Braves can get the win, they'll enter an off day being four, winning 14 out of 16. A needed off day, obviously, as they're continuing to travel and also as they have um, had a few doubleheaders since the last time they had an off day. Well, they had an off day in between, but a needed off day for a Braves team that's played plenty of baseball in the month of August itself. But the other thing that stands out is that the, the Braves can get the win this afternoon. They'll be 14-16 and 16 going into a series against the St. Louis Cardinals, in which the Cardinals are arguably the hottest team in baseball outside of the Braves right now. An exciting weekend series in St. Louis. But the story of the day should be Kyle Wright. Again, everybody will be watching, hoping that he'll be able to again put together a consistent start, showing that he's returned to form, you know, after an extended absence and a bout of arm fatigue. But the other thing that stands out is that Kyle Wright has 15 wins on the season for the Braves. He's second to Tony Gonsolin of the Dodgers, who right now has 16 wins. 
could write, put get together another win, and then you're looking over the last six starts of the season in which, you know, he may have six or seven more starts. It'll be, you know, interesting to see how the Braves manage his workload. You could potentially see Kyle Wright, if he gets the win today, have a shot at 20 wins, which obviously would be an outstanding um, accomplishment for how excellent he's been for much of this season. So today, to afternoon's game, Kyle Wright of the Braves versus Mitch Keller of the Pirates. Make sure you tune in and enjoy. Obviously, I'll be honest with you, for someone such as me, I enjoy these afternoon games while I'm at work because it gives me a bit of an opportunity to enjoy Braves baseball while also hopefully focusing on work as well. But I hope wherever you are, you're going to enjoy it. Make sure you check out the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, and all the great podcast content at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, across all forms of social media, and free on all podcast platforms, wherever you choose to listen. My name's Sean Coleman. Hope that you have a wonderful Wednesday. We'll talk to you again soon here on The Daily Hammer. <laughs>